0: The Mindset Podcast, where each week we bring you a short conversation on a big idea. My name is Sharon Crook, and I'm joined by my husband, Greg Crook. Together, we run CrossFit MNC in Monroe, North Carolina, where our mission is to help others find their true potential and live healthier, happier lives. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about some various benchmark workouts that we can use to gauge progress throughout the year. Morning, dear. Good morning.
1: Um, today, um, I want to talk about yearly benchmarks. Um, I was listening to episode 115 of the Chasing Excellence podcast, and that was, um, it was one of that's Ben Bergeron. If you're not uh, familiar, you should check it out. It's a really good podcast. Um, talk about all things CrossFit, but they do a two minute drill, and, um, And what that is is Patrick collects questions, um, that people send him through, you know, emails or DMS on Instagram or whatever. Um, and he'll compile a bunch of them and, um, throw them at Ben and, and Ben's got theoretically two, two minutes to answer them. And most of the time it's way longer than two minutes, which would be hard for me. (laughs) Um, but, but anyway, one of the questions was about yearly benchmarks and, um, I thought it'd be kind of fun to get. Um, I had you listen to that just for the people listening. I had you listen to it, and then I wanted to get your perspective because mm-hmm. you you haven't had quite the programming education that I have, or at least you know. And I, I don't say that to sound like I know a lot, but I've definitely dove into that world a lot deeper than, yeah. than you have, but you have years of practical experience and, um, you know, several years under your belt coaching. And I just thought it'd be cool to kind of go back and forth on, um, what your thoughts were around, you know, what folks should be tracking, uh, throughout the year and what has value and what doesn't. And then why there's not, not necessarily right and wrong answers, but I thought it'd be cool to, yeah. To just kind of explore the well, different. I'm, I'm glad you tasks.
0: kind of mentioned that because I was I was going to try and work in here, you know, to, my little disclaimer is like I am not a programmer, <laughs> so so the answers the things that I chose were things like you said that I just you know from experience and watching and listening to you, you know, I, I think might be good tests, but um, I'm I'm actually curious to see you know what what you chose, what I chose, and yeah, and where that's, things line up.
1: You know, just to give you guys kind of some context before we get started is we create show notes and Sharon through through hers in there. And I, I glanced, but then I didn't do a good job of explaining what I was looking for. So she had to go back and add a few things. So I, I don't really know what her answers are going to be. And that's kind of the way I wanted and She don't know what mine are. Um, so what we did is created four buckets. I believe we did a strength bucket, endurance, um, kind of like classic CrossFit tests and then some gymnastics pieces. And we'll go through each one of these kind of one at a time. Um, get get Sharon's answers and then I'll give mine and, and we'll have, you know, some brief discussion on, uh, you know, each one of these before we move on as to why we feel they're important and, um, and so on. So um, let's start with the strength. That'll probably be the easiest. Um, what, Lifts, movements, or whatever did you choose for your strength bucket?
0: Number one, back squat. That was my absolute... If there was only one to choose, that would be the one that I would want to test every year. Oh, okay. fine. Um, number two is the deadlift. Um, that would be my my second choice if I only had to choose one and one, my first answer got eliminated. And then I was actually kind of torn my third one between strict pull-ups, bench press, and even strict press. Um, but I think of, of the three, um, I actually went with strict pull-ups. It's kind of gymnastics, but also it's just, it's just strength. Can you pull your body up? So.
1: Okay. I can see. Yeah. and I have that in mind, but it's it's in the gymnastics portion, and I I just kind of classified that as um, gymnastics body weight yeah. strength test. So I didn't I didn't put it in in my strength. All my strength are are is barbell stuff. But yeah. there's a good um, why the deadlift.
0: Long time ago, a wise man taught me <laughs> that would be you. Yeah. I, I was just
1: I, I was giving her a blank stare. <laughs>
0: I remember, um, and, and, having, having deadlifted for years and years and years, conventional sumo, you know, in competitions, powerlifting, CrossFit, blah, blah, blah that it's just such a test of raw power. There's no tip. No, you no, know, there's no tricks. There's no, oh, if you do this, you can get more weight. Like, can you pick that weight up? And you have to use, you know, activate so many muscle groups to do so. Um, I just, I just really think it's a good test of overall strength.
1: Yeah, I agree and that's that was a actually a really great answer oh, thanks. and I'm for the most part I have the same things um, basically for my barbell testers I, I just chose um, the crossfit total back squat strict press deadlift um, for pretty much the same reasons um, you know squat has even been tied to like longevity like mm-hmm. um I I'm um, gonna butcher it up, but um, and probably should have done a little bit of research. But I kind of wanted this to be just an off-the-cuff conversation. Yeah. So, but there was there was a study about men and squatting, and like the higher your back squat was going into like your 60s, like it was a it was a gauge of longevity. Like the longer you were able to squat, you know. Even body weight, or, or, or some kind of significant amount of weight, was was kind of like a, a testament to, uh, to you know, your ability to live a long life, and or or at least to function yeah. long into yeah. your older ages. And I remember, it makes me remember Bruce, and some of you guys listening, older members may remember him. But I mean, he was squatting three sixty five to three eighty five at sixty years old, mm-hmm. which is damn impressive, yeah. and um, I would, I hope. I can't squat that now, I don't think, unless, you know, the life of a you or a child was (laughs) on the line or something. But I'd like to continue to at least squat what I can for as long as I can. Um, as far as strict press goes, um, you know, that's a good like we do a bunch of pressing overhead and and whenever you take legs and stuff out of that, it, it really reduces the amount of technique required. And it's just a test of strength from that portion on and Deadlift, just like you said, um not it's, it's such a very simple but
0: mm-hmm.
1: accurate display of overall body strength. Um,
0: I, I think that's why I was leaning towards strict pull ups as a strength test. Like it's it just is, it's a pull instead of a push, of
1: course. Well, but so here's well this is a and maybe I didn't do a good job of explaining, but this particular bucket should have been with a barbell like it's Mm -hmm. testing your strength. And that, you know, again, I, I put that, I have it, but I put it in my gymnastics bucket, but you're not, you're not, you're not wrong about it. If in full disclosure, it's just in the wrong category in my eyeballs, (laughs) but that's, which is okay. That's why I wanted to do this to get your perspective on it. Um, and that, and that's just it. That's yours. Um, one thing I do (laughs) want to note that neither one of us, have any Olympic lifts, and I don't know if you if they even if you even had a thought Mm-mm. about it. I did, but um, like snatch and clean and jerk, which is you know one of the ones, and and notice I don't have push press, push jerk, neither the sharing snatch and clean and jerk. All those things are they're good things to keep a gauge on, but as many of you probably experienced, like in the snatch alone, you let one little element of that lift go off course and it can make it you know a 10 pound jump feel like a hundred like there's so much technique involved it's really not the best test because you just may have an off day or be super tight and can't really get in a good position or something like that and it can make a a, a 10 15 20 pound difference in what you're capable of doing so i don't feel like it's the best expression of strength because there's so much technique involved a little more technique in the back squat but but it is, you know, once you kind of get past the learning curve on that, it is just a really good, you know, simple test of lower body strength. Um, you got anything to add on that before we move on? Uh,
0: no, I think that's an interesting observation. And I never once even considered the Olympic lifts. And um, now that I've heard you say that, I, I think, you know, like my, my first thought just as kind of a, you know, in layman's terms was those require so much skill, on top. And not to say that a back squat doesn't require some skill, but, you yeah, know, there's, just, like you said, skill and technique that's that's involved that, it, you know, that of course there's a strength element there, but it's not, that's not going to test your true strength.
1: Yeah. Well, and even, and I don't want to go down this road, um, <laughs> but, you know, I recently saw from um, OPEX, they gave some prerequisites <laughs> before um, they'd like to see clients even attempt um the Olympic lifts, and that was a minimum of a bodyweight back squat. So, I weigh one eighty. I need to at least be able to back squat one eighty and three straight pull ups. Like you need to have. I uh, think deadlift was one and a half times your body weight before you even have the strength to express an Olympic lift mm-hmm. correctly. Um, but anyway, another conversation for another yep. time. <laughs> um, we'll move on to endurance, just because that's. How I have my list made. Um, and what I was looking for out of the endurance stuff is strictly one modality. And that's just fancy for just rolling, just running, um, skiing, biking, what like just a single element. And I wanted to get um, your thoughts on that. Let's see what okay. endurance says you. So
0: have. I chose two. Um Single modality. I chose a five hundred meter row. And I also like but hate a one mile run <laughs> for you know something that you should test annually. And the two I think are different. You know, you can use different energy systems. And on one mile run, you're looking anywhere from six to ten minutes, and you know, your five hundred meter row, you're looking at, at a two ish minute full out sprint, you know. I hope not. Well minute and a half. I'm trying to forty five. Cover, but then, uh, you know? um, but my my third one I actually like Jerry, which is a one mile run, two k row, and then another one mile run. So it's 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 two things, but you're t- you're you know you're looking at almost thirty minutes of mm. cardiovascular endurance.
1: Yeah, I could see. Yeah, that that makes sense. I would it'd be a good one. Um,
0: well, and I I get bored too. So like you could pick a five k or for three mile run, you know, some, but I thought, well, this is,
1: that would definitely be out of 5k or that, that would definitely be more fun. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, right. Fun. fun, fun air in quotes. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Okay. I like this. Um, Thank you. why the 500 meter road?
0: Um, that, and I, you know, I can't, I'm not going to get all fancy into the energy systems and stuff like that, but it's, that's to me, that's a sprint. Well, I think to everybody that's a sprint. know, you're, you're you're gonna go hard until you're finished. You so, know, so that's that's gonna be a pace that you can't maintain, say, for a whole mile or for a thousand meter row. Um so it's that's a I guess a test of that that sprint factor. Hmm. Um you know, and it, it's it's tough and it's you know, like for those of you familiar with Fran, you know, you're it's gonna be less than two minutes and you're gonna be laid out on the floor.
1: <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, mate. My- Maybe not less than two minutes. Um, Okay, cool. Um, I like them. And mine are very similar. Again, for my sprint, I actually have um, 50 calories for time on the assault bike. Mm. Um, Yes. Horrible. Um, And then I got a 2K row and then a one mile run, which are essentially the same things. Um, And even as as you know, I was kind of analyzing your answers and, and now thinking about mine. So the reason I went with the 50 calorie bike test as the sprint and now I'm kind of, you know, now I'm rethinking that it's a, it's a sprint for me, like, you know, me and Lance and the Saturday crew, I think we've suckered Courtney into doing it, <laughs> um, Rob into doing it before. And and it's a under three minute go. Like it's one of those you don't pace, like you just you come out hot, you hang on to that for as long as you possibly can, and then you suffer through until you get to five calories done. And, and we've we've been able to do it somewhere in the in the neighborhood of two and a half minutes. Um, you know, a little faster, a little slower, just kind of depending on the person. But I think now for that to be a sprint, like there's some folks that can't express that kind of power. For that amount of time like it wouldn't be a sprint it would turn into just kind of a slower aerobic piece which is ironically why i didn't choose the 500 meter row for time because that gets into depending on the person it's maybe not the best test if they don't have a pretty good base level of strength like if they're brand new Um, for that to be an effective test for both the bike and that row it it needs to be um, like you, you need to develop before you're really concerned with, with testing that and the results of it, you need to have a pretty good base layer of strength before mm-hmm. doing that. Cause, Cause otherwise it'll just turn into like a five or a six minute deal and it shouldn't be.
0: Right. Um, That's not well, you know, refer to podcasts yeah. from a couple of weeks ago. That's not the intention.
1: Yeah. So it, like a 2k row would be okay. Like a, a better test of it because it like power is not necessarily involved in that. Um, It's, it's an endurance test. And the reason I chose those three, um, which, you know, again, kind of looking at them now, um, the one mile run, 2k rows, basically the same thing, but they certainly feel different to me. And they're just good testers. Like I'm, I'm from a pacing perspective, I'm a much better rower than I am runner. Um, so those are just, for me, those are just two good ones, um, that I like to kind of keep track of. Anything to add on that endurance wise? Like it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, um,
0: Well, and and these, you know, it just circling back around to the fact that we're talking about, you know, yearly benchmarks, yearly tests, you know, not every single person, like you said, someone who's brand new, their first week, they're not going to start doing these particular benchmarks right off the bat. First, we've got to develop some strength and, you know,
1: Assess endurance, you know, so
0: this is, you know, especially, especially for something like a a 500 meter row or something that's going to involve, you know, a short burst of power. Um, But I do like, you know, in terms of the two buckets that we've talked about so far that, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily have to be any kind of, you know, you don't have to reach a certain level of strength. Like you can test it, you know, your back squat might be 85 pounds and then next year, maybe it's 100 it doesn't, you know, it just doesn't. It doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong starting point, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, we'll move on to okay. kind of our classic CrossFit bucket, um, and we'll try not to get let this get too carried away. But um, basically, these are going to be, and we do usually just about once a week we either do like a legit benchmark workout or a repeat something we've done mm-hmm. and the value in those from a class perspective is um this is just a good gauge of progress especially now that we got sugar wad you can leave yourself notes so it's a really good comparison of how you are improving you know depending on the workout or whatever so those, these are really good for everyone even even brand new folks that you know, if you got a pull-up and you're starting off with the ring rows and the next time the workout comes around, you're doing banded pull-ups. Like, to just be able to see that over time is really, really valuable. Um, what did you choose for your...
0: Um, I actually had the hardest time with this one. Um, I chose Helen, which is three rounds for time of a 400-meter run, 21 kettlebell swings, and 12 pull-ups. And um, the second one I chose was called Surfer on Acid, which is three rounds for time of a 400-meter run and 21 burpees. Um, and then the third one I chose was actually called the open test, which is a 20 minute AMRAP of everything. Wall balls, um, double unders, box jumps, toes to bar, chest to bar, burpees, cleans, jerks, snatches. And then it, and it ends with ring muscle ups. Just touching on yeah,
1: basically pretty much, everything. <laughs>
0: pretty
1: much got it. Okay, cool. Um, I like those. Any particular reason behind um, specifically.
0: I like I said, I had a I or had kind of a like hard it? time choosing. Um I even went like I started looking through Sugar Wad and you know some of the benchmarks and this and that and you know it was tempting to go with some of the you know the girls or I didn't really want to pick a hero workout because that's those aren't mm. benchmarks, you know. Not really. Um but I you know, and I was like, well no, you know, these don't really have barbells in them, but they've got they've got endurance, you know it takes a certain amount of strength, speed, agility. You know, they all kind of touch on total body you know, like kind of hitting on everything, the open test in particular, because you do have some weightlifting, endurance, skill, agility, mobility, blah, 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 blah. Um, So I just, I felt like, you know, like, like surfer on acid is running in burpees, but a burpee is everything.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I too had the hardest time with this one in particular. Um
0: oh good it wasn't just it, Um
1: me. <laughs> well it's where where my the little bit of education that I have kind of got in my way a little bit mm. because I, I really started to kind of overanalyze mm. it. Um I too picked Helen. Um oh, did you? I chose it because um I've heard Pat Sherwood worked for CrossFit HQ and has for a long time and he's he's a really good programmer and and a good classic CrossFit programmer, couplets, triplets, and him and many others that I respect their opinion have all talked about Helen being such an eloquent and beautiful display of what classic CrossFit is. Um, the time domain, the and if if you don't know what Helen is, is three rounds, four hundred meter run, twenty one kettlebell swings, twelve pull ups, and just that combination is. Is so beautiful. It's a short enough run you can go fast. It's just enough kettlebell swings you can hang on, just enough pull-ups that you can hang on to possibly going unbroken on that, which turns you right out the door into that next run. And it's it's just a really, really good test, um, which I like. The other one that I got, and I kind of got a bunch because I couldn't really decide, <laughs> um, is fight gone bad. Um as much as I hate be. that thing, um, uh, when matt was programming for me during my opex days i did that thing once almost once a month and what i found is it was like fight gone bad is one minute stations three rounds is uh one minute of wall balls
0: sumo del- sumo lift
1: del- high pulls box jumps push press and then calories on the roller um no transition in between one minute of each one of those you get one minute rest in between and it is just like a fight that goes sideways um but but it's such an accurate test of your overall fitness level the weight on the barbell super light so the limiter is is actually your fitness and not Mm -hmm. not it doesn't have anything to do with the movements it's a short box um 20 inches at least short for the guys so there's no reason you can't do another box jump other than you're too tired to or something like mm. that. So it's a great test. I um, think, and I, I hate again, kind of love hate, but I didn't necessarily <laughs> like that one. Um
0: And I think I almost chose the ghost, which I think is a very similar.
1: Yeah. Same format. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what the movements are. I don't but, either, but um so the other two that I have that I were, I just kind of thought we'll call them honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> one is a comp train benchmark It's death race five rounds, 15 calories on a bike for guys, 10 for ladies, and 10 burpees. And we've done it once. And it's one of those kind of like your surfer on acid yeah. thing, very little skill, and it's just going to test how fit you are yeah. and how willing you are to suffer. And I thought there's a, it's some value in that because that, that too increases as your fitness does. Um, and then my other one is friend, just nope. because it's just such a classic, Shitstorm. Sorry, (laughs) Um, but it. it, I don't want it. You know that I'm giving it just an honorable mention because there is a relative degree of skill there. Like, like the stronger you get, the lighter that RX weight is going to feel, and the faster it's going to move. The better you get on your pull ups as your capacity grows. (laughs) Um, Like or like for me, my my friend time took a big leap when I got butterfly pull-ups like it mm-hmm. it took another big leap when I could do the set of 21 pull-ups unbroken and just there's little elements like over over the course of years as your skills improve strength gets better um, willingness to suffer improves like it's a good it's a good gauge but there's a little skill involved that that I, I just I couldn't put it like in my true list but it definitely deserves honorable mention. Um, kind of going a little longer than I wanted, so we'll we'll kind of keep this thing rolling. Um, for your gymnastics, what did you choose?
0: Well, um, I one of my first instincts was okay, let's you know let's do handstand pushups, and I was like, mm, and I just recently listened to, um, I think it was that same podcast that you mentioned at the beginning of this one, where right. they talked about you know handstand pushups maybe not not being the smartest movement for. Everybody, you know, yeah. competitors. Sure. Um, so, you know, and now that we've started this podcast too, I've moved my pull-ups into this category as one of the top, top tests for that. And that's, you know, that's something people, a lot of people are chasing anyway. So, you know, testing that on a regular basis would probably be, um, just a good gauge of, are you practicing this enough? Are you, you know, working mm-hmm. on that? Um, and then probably toes to bar, Maybe we, uh, that gymnastics one is a hard.
1: Well, there's my only pushback against the toes to bar is the skill required. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's there's such a thing as strict toes to bar, but very few people can actually do them strict. Most turn into a, like I yeah. think mine's I got a little bit of a kip in the bottom even when I'm trying not to. So I
0: can do. It, three <laughs> straight toes apart well, very and, slowly <laughs> it, well and even
1: that requires I'm saying, yeah. thinking about it like you can do that because you're flexible enough right. to fold your legs up like mm-hmm. that and a lot of people can't myself included um, it, I see where your head's at but I don't I don't yeah, I don't know that that would be the best one
0: and I have another it, disclaimer could, it could be
1: a good one for some people
0: um, I have a real quick disclaimer I didn't actually pick any so I'm doing this on the fly <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that, that makes sense. Well, then I'll, I'll go ahead and tell okay. you what, what I did. Um, so <laughs> this was a little workout that um, Matt would have me test from time to time. And um, as Matt Springer, and in, in, for a time back in 2015, 2016, I was um, getting programming sent to me remotely from OPEX and they're a, a coaching organization. They coach coaches and then coach athletes online. Um, and I I did that as a really as a learning experience. Um, programming is something I've, I've always been interested in. Um, I'm not very good at it. I've I've figured out over you know the last eight nine years that <laughs> just starting with a blank page I can't. But what I've in chasing that, what I have become pretty good at is if I'm given a template, I can with the education I've learned through them, I can make or create a workout out of that that'll, that'll give me the desired effect I'm looking for, whether it's modifying it for a person or just creating my own. If I have that template, I can go off of that. But anyway, um, if you're wondering who the, who's Matt, um, but anyway, he was my coach. Um, so one thing he would have me do is um, I'd have a five-minute clock, and it was is max strict press for five minutes. You rest five minutes. And then five minutes of max strict handstand pushups. Okay. Rest as needed in between, but it was such, It's a great test. Obviously, you need to be, and you're you nailed it. Not going to be the best test for everyone because mm-hmm. you can't do a handstand pushup. But you get to that point, it's a very clear number. It's got a distinct time frame. Whether you do three in five minutes or you do thirty in five minutes, it doesn't matter. There's a five minute break. You're doing opposing muscle groups, so one's a pull, one's push. But in 15 minutes, you're gonna have a really good, accurate gauge of where you are um, in that movement. And that's gonna, if you're able to do a strict handstand push-up, you can probably do some ring dips. So there's no problem, no reason to, to test that per se. Oh, okay. um, Interesting. And then, you know, the strict pull-ups is always going to be a, a good gauge and there's very little skill involved in either one of those. Mm-hmm. Like you just got to be strong enough to do it for right. the most part. <laughs> um, I mean, skill getting upside down without killing yourself. But, but other than that, that's about it. Um, all right. Well, we're running close on. Um, Anchor won't let us record, but 30 minutes worth uh, on here. Wait, we're n- 28 90 now.
0: seconds. So, uh,
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh, we'll wrap it up. So one thing I do want to say these Sharon mentioned it more times than I did, but these, these should be yearly tests. Some of those, I'm going to give you a little bit of wiggle room there that you can test a little more often, but like the strength pieces, is something I ran into a lot when I was powerlifting is, is there's training and then there's testing. And if you're, you're always, you know, every two weeks, you're testing a PR or a max or a benchmark workout or something like that. You're never really training it. You're just testing over and over and over. So we, we spread these out on purpose. Um, because we want to give you some time to actually get better at them. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you took a little something away from it. If you got questions about any of these, when you should test it specifically, please don't hesitate to ask. And as always, we'll catch you on the next one.
0: Bye guys.